Hey everyone, before we kick this episode off, I urge everyone listening to like and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you may get your podcast from. So if you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating, or also subscribe to us on Spotify. And I urge all of our listeners to head to our website, and you can get more than just our podcast from there. We have news stories all the time there, we have feature articles there, so head to tnpmedia.au, that's tnpmedia.au. Alright, without further ado, we'll get stuck into the podcast. Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. Okay, it's the Talking Power Podcast, episode 169, and we're back in the studio. Guess who's back with us? Can anyone guess who's listening? It's almost like a special <laughs> guest. It's like a special guest <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah. Simon Gonzo Travellini to my right here over there. We've got Johnny Alardi and we've got Todd Brickworth. The gang is back together again. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I think it's, it's February, and it's, as we record, it's the 31st of July. Well, I've... I don't know if he, how he's going to work out, but I've got an apprentice now. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah his name is Max. Max. Okay. <laughs> Which he, suits me. That's good. Hopefully he uh, lives up to the name, eh? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's been... Uh, that's why, you know, this is possible. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Well, <laughs> and thank you, and Max. We're, we're recording in Malaga. <laughs> we are recording in Malaga. <laughs> Which means this I don't is... need to drive an hour to get to the studio <laughs> and an hour back. It was never an hour, surely. By the time you went home, is that what you're counting in as well? No, 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 no. No, just traffic. Oh, you, you're talking about Hen House? Yeah. Yeah, Hen yeah. House oh, can yeah, be fair. a bit... Yeah that's, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's, it's not the closest like joint. tucked in a weird location, that one. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it's just it's not, like, accessible. Yeah. yeah. Not the yeah, main it, stuff. It's probably quicker to go down the highway both ways, but... You know, you never end up going that way. You always go scub, you know, Flinders or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, there's a traffic light and then another traffic and then there's another one and another one. It's a good point, actually, because, yeah, even to go, sometimes you drop the kids off at school, which is not far. It's actually closer. It can sometimes be a half hour journey mm. uh, in, you know. Yeah, so no, point taken. Anyway, okay. we're, I'm back. We're here in Malaga for those. We've changed a few locations over the years, haven't we? We started yeah. out in Belcatta. Then we were, well, we stayed in Belcatta, but we moved studios, and then we went to the hen house for a bit, and now we're here in Malaga. Yeah. It's great to be it's here. Anyway. This is the place. This is the Mecca. Mm. This is a Mecca. This is home of drag racing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. It's the unofficial home of drag racing. It is the unofficial home. So that's, oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. And it's always good taking apprentices on. Hopefully, you know, he's a young guy and keen to learn. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's what good. what I was amazed about though, you know, because we have to do our due diligence, is he's lost thirty points and he's twenty. And okay, <laughs> I've been trying to work the maths out on that. Is that actually possible? So he's lost his license two and a half times, well, or two two times. Well, and then, unless, he's, unless he's on double demerits, he's just gone crazy. Double demerits it doesn't take wow. long. What sort of car? Let me guess. He's got a VESS. No, no, no. He's got a motorcycle. Okay. He's a real man. 
<laughs> we should have listened because you can't get cold all the time, can you? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's very much one of those kids that I did it, I'll wear it. Fair enough. But, but yeah, I'm sure was trying to work out. I said to him, How can you have your license? I don't, I don't understand the maths behind that. So he's obviously done his time, but. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe they just have submitted the fines to him or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Jesus. Maybe that's coming. Maybe the trick is you just keep moving address. <laughs> don't, I don't want to get the poor kid in trouble. Eh? So we'll There's leave also that a funny one, story about that, but anyway, we'll anyway, tell it off air. Anyway. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Johnny, had your sausages go? Yeah, mate. It's always a good weekend, sausage weekend. So You love it, eh? Yeah. I must admit, a, I enjoy it yeah, too. Yeah, it's, we, we, it's a more of a... It's a well. It's a I say a family tradition, but we've got all the boys in there now, so it's yeah. more of a, you know, I mean, a boys thing. Uh, we're a bit, we're pretty much family anyway, so it's uh, yeah, just continuing from the old man's uh, traditions and stuff like that. So we go to the farm and we eat and drink too much all weekend after we made the sausages. Sounds good. But Sounds yeah, like nice fun. fresh fresh air at the farm. It's it's good. Yeah, it is good. Good for the soul. Mm. I, I uh, live. Next door to the Casellas, and there's two days of the year that my wife and I don't look forward to: sausage sauce? day and sauce day. <laughs> because you know we usually just want to chill on the weekends, and they're up at like you know three o'clock in the morning, yeah, hosing out the garage. <laughs> that's how you got to start. That's the tradition. Yeah. You got to get the fire hose out, clean the garage, <laughs> then you hear the bottles tang tang tang. <laughs> My old man like got st- he got started for sauce this year. He was up at he was four o'clock. He started and I was like, Dad, I, was like, I don't think that's a good idea. He goes, No, nah, nah, we'll just be quiet. We'll be alright. We'll be alright. Four o'clock. And then I got I went. I feel bad. So I got there about four thirty. Um, and yeah, it was yeah. It's just I said you got to be. Tell me how you move crates of bottles quietly. You can't. You can't do anything quietly to do with sauce. So anyway. But sausage is not the pressure's not on as much. We get we we nah. don't. I mean, we get ours from the same place yeah. you do as well. But we get. I think it's a new generation now. Doesn't you know? Yeah. There's no killing pigs and stuff like that. It's just, oh look, I know a few no, guys no, we, that still well, do up it. Up until two years ago, we used to do the whole lot. Yeah. You used to trim it and everything. Um, I've mainly changed it for the old boys to get l- less pressure for them to mm. stand there all day. Because it takes a good when when you're doing 160 kilos of sausages, you're standing there for a while. Yeah. Trimming, trimming meat. So, yeah. and um, that's when I changed it to the. We just go pick up the boxes of the minced meat from our friends there at uh, Barbaros, and and then we just season it ourselves and fill them. Oh, you you guys are Barbaros, you're not a charries, eh? No, we're no, Barbaros. <laughs> we, I was there Barbaros. seven this year. I was there at seven o'clock in the morning, yeah. and there was already a queue. Yeah, seven it's o'clock. The, the, well, I was one of the first. Well, me and my dad were one of the first ones there. Yeah. It's the big rivalry, eh? The acharis and the no acharis are finished. Well, they're, 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 they're done. They're done anymore. No, no. closed. Well, they're they're closed. Down. They're closed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That property's for sale, Simon. Actually. That would That's be a crazy. good second location for yeah. Allfast. No, no, yeah. I wouldn't. No, <laughs> yeah. not at all. And Princey's isn't really around anymore, so it's more. It's uh, well, he is, but he's he, he's butchering, yeah. but he's not cut cold cuts anymore. Yeah. So uh, they I, sold that part of the business too. So. I'll tell you a funny story. I'll tell you a funny story. I, I uh, supplied a guy in South Australia an engine and transmission package, and I went over to fit it to the car for him, and uh, I was on the phone to my wife. And, and he says, hey, listen, I, I've got to go. I've got to go kill the pig. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll catch you a bit later on, right? And my wife goes, 
what did he mean? Was he doing really well or something? And I said, no, no, no. <laughs> he's going home. They're doing the sausages. He's going to kill the pig. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we did that many, many, many years ago, yeah. actually kill the pig, but we stopped. We, get it, we got it minced. We've been doing that for a long time now. Do you, a- do you guys grow the herbs and spices? My auntie does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We don't, but we sometimes will we'll do. Sometimes a home, some homemade wine might go in there or something mm. like that. Yeah, mate. These guys in South Australia, the the whole lot, they they grow all the herbs. They you know they get the pig when it's a little baby, fatten it up. Yeah. yeah, the whole lot, the whole lot, all in house. Quality control, there, mate. Hundred percent quality control. And then we we should mention as well. Big shout out to our friend Sal Vallelonga at the Italian Club in November. We all go head to head. Like yeah. everyone goes head to head in the yeah. sausage competition. Oh, really? Yeah. So we, I've done. I've entered it the last two years. Haven't done any. Haven't done any good at all. Yeah, no, never, never poll well either. No. How, how do they? Uh, how do they judge that? Is there any well, independent? I don't want to mention names, but yes, they are independent. But one year was two priests. So I won't say their names. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, two priests. You probably they, know who yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, but they get the butchers in there too. But they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah Frank's, the... Frank's Frank's one of the judges. Yeah, so, so yeah. Don't you want like a food connoisseur? You want just like a big person or something? Yeah, like nah, no, no, no. no. But you have, some people put like some booker and all this sort of crazy stuff in them too. <laughs> Look, I've I've collared Frank on one occasion and said, Frank, tell me honestly, what's it is like? It, and it, he goes, Mate, he goes, some of the shit we've eaten tonight <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it's I've I've sampled some of the some of the uh, entrance as well. It's magnificent, mm. really is good. So yeah, that's in November for those listening. Italian yeah. Club, yeah. Fitzgerald. We, we are a uh, automotive podcast. You know, we've got yeah, yeah, yeah. ten <laughs> minutes <laughs> and we have not spoken. If you want your sausages, go to Barbaros. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, we should get stuck into the in, stuck into the good stuff. I want to kick off with um, a bit of drag racing. Actually, a lot of a lot of news coming out of drag racing. Uh, of recent times unfortunately the the um not the hidden valley the alice springs event got cancelled too cold Simon. yes yep. yes so track temperatures weren't able to get to any sort of decent level and uh unfortunately that is round two of the championship in the new national drag racing championship uh, that was round two and it had to be cancelled so unfortunately uh, that is not not a good start to the season, but I'm sure they'll get off the ground with the next event, which I think is coming up in October as well. It, it wasn't well attended anyway. I think there was only about 30 cars there. Yeah. So, well, you know, I mean, it, it's sad for those that travelled there, but, you know, safety first. Mm, yeah, yeah. The sad thing about that is that it's the kind of the second leg to, to what I call, you know, a really good road trip. Uh, so you got the Darwin the first week and then Alice Springs the, the next week. So, unfortunately for those guys, they make a kind of a round trip of it, but it uh, wasn't to be, unfortunately. And where are they off to next, Nick? I'm pretty sure it's the the uh, October. It's oh, I had it in my notes from last week, but I'm pretty sure it's the they kick off at the bend in October. So, looking forward to that. Uh, message from the... Andrew, new Andrew CEO. It was great to hear from, as you know, I'm an Andrew member. I'm sure you got the same message. So great to hear from Tim uh, this week, Tim uh, McAvaney. And uh, it was great to hear, um, you know, the the work that Andrew are up to. Uh, a lot of back-end stuff as well, as you know, as he said, as he mentioned in the letter. So that's great to hear. I, I wouldn't know because I don't get a chance to check my emails, but, <laughs> but I might start now. <laughs> I might start. Look, I mean, 
the correspondence out of Andra probably hasn't been all that great in recent times, but now with a new CEO appointed, Tim, I think he's one of the things that they've identified is the back end and and uh, a bit of marketing as well. I know the girls that are still there, doing Amanda in particular, doing a magnificent job. Yeah, the Summit stuff is really... You know, I, I think they do a really good job of passing that information on. I do see all the Summit... All the Summit stuff, everything from rock rollers to, you know, all the products that Summit release. Roller rockers. <laughs> rock rollers are from trailers, aren't they? Roller rockers. was a movie. Roller rockers. Spend too much the, time on this farm equipment. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the Summit equipment, we get that on a, almost on a weekly basis. Yep. So all the new products that come out from Summit. And I, I, um, I hope that continues. There's some great stuff there. Uh, but, yeah, it'd be great to get some information about what's happening in, uh, in Andrew as well. So that's really great news there. In the letter, I noticed, Simon, and, you know, they've openly endorsed um, the new National Drag Racing Championship in the, in the letter as well. So he goes on to say the new National Drag Racing Championship and the brand-new state-of-the-art facility in South Australia at the Ben gives us much to look forward to. So it's great to see that Andra are, from the outside, appear to be embracing the new championship. Um, there were concerns that potentially that might not be the case, but from all from all reports, it looks to be that they're, they're endorsing that championship. It's unclear as to which events, however, will get the sanction in. So IHRA, or I think it will come down to the track, I'd guess. I'd uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll always come down to the track. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Well, we're talking to drags. It's great to... I made a, a special note here. I didn't put it in those notes there. But Kelvin Lyle this week announced his retirement. So I thought it was worth giving a mention. Um, won the championship this year and top door slammer. Great to see Kelvin win the championship. Uh, but has made the decision to retire after that pretty significant crash at uh, Hidden Valley Raceway. So he's had another bad crash. I think it was in 2018 from memory. Um... Yeah, so he's. I think his children want him to to basically call it quits. And um, if Kelvin, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but if you are, congratulations on the championship. In, enjoy retirement. I'm sure we'll see him around the track. He's a good. He's a good sponsor for the SummerSlam series as well, from memory. Has he has he announced that he's retired from drag racing or from Top Door Slammer? Oh, well, I don't know. Actually, I think it's from. Oh, I thought I'm it was just, from, you know. Oh, okay. Well, you obviously know something. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. know anything. I don't know anything. I'm not claiming to know anything. I'm just, um, I, I, I don't know whether that distinction was made absolute or. Yeah. Oh, well, I felt it was, but. Um... Because, you know, right now, if you were going to go drag racing and you had the money to do it, you'd go top fuel. Mm. Yep. Okay. All right. I didn't pick up on that, but anyway, there you <laughs> but go. But you would, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You know, we should probably interview Kelvin. We should probably get him on the podcast. So I'll reach out to Kelvin and see if we if he's interested in doing an interview. It'd be good to see him anyway, regardless. Even if I make the trip down to Bustleton, because he's a Bustleton local. He is. So I make the trip down there, and we can do a recording down there. That'd be great. 
Uh, also, I just want to mention good friend of the podcast, well, his father is Anthony Begley, but Connor Begley took the win in Outlaw 275 at the Kenda 660 on the weekend at Sydney, Western Sydney uh, International Dragway. So, wow, that's, yeah. that's a pretty big... Uh, it is, it yeah. is. They blew up a transmission earlier in the day and managed to get another transmission put in the car at the 11th hour, I think, and I can't remember what, but it was another transmission. That's amazing because I saw some results tonight. Uh, one of my customers was showing me, and I think there was a couple of cars that were in the four O's. I believe Lorenzo went 4-1. I didn't see his time. Yeah, okay, well. yeah, I think Lorenzo went 4-1. Uh, I don't know what uh, Connor ran, what his best was. He actually written it down, but I'd forgotten to make a note of it, and I've just written down my hand notes here to mention him. But, yeah, it looked, looked, looked pretty stout. The weather looked good, and there was a great live feed of the event as well. So Now, there um, was some talk that they they couldn't get the same traction compound. I don't know, actually. Yeah, yeah, in the commentary they were saying that... Um, they couldn't get the same traction compound, so they've switched to a different compound. So is this the the shortage that has been talked about? Possibly, yeah. Is I think I read something to... like that as well. Yeah. It popped up on one of the pages. Is it yeah. starting to happen? Could be. Is this the, the end of radial racing and the beginning of no prep? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, yeah, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't know that there was a, a, a shortage of the compound. So. so Donald Long has openly said on, on numerous interviews in the US that it's all a load of rubbish and people are just using it to um, charge more for the, the glue, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but the manufacturers have openly said that one of the key ingredients that's made by a, a lab in somewhere in Europe, like Germany or something... That that uh, chemical company has said they will no longer be manufacturing it. Mm, okay. So the scientists are working on a replacement for that chemical. I don't mm. know what the chemical is, or but you yeah, know, okay. it's been talked about a lot. We'll have to watch that space. I'm sure someone's listening knows what knows the situation there. So if they are, uh, let us know. Hey, NHRA, I have, I know. We talked about the NHRA on the phone the other day. It was really interesting to note that the 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 audience appears to be up and the the attendance at the tracks appear to be up. I couldn't find that information anywhere. Could not find the attendance at tracks anywhere. But I could find the TV results, and the TV results are, are pretty good actually. With, with the the tracks, so there are some mega tracks that would be impossible. To, to fill mm. right but on average you know these tracks are uh, 50,000 capacity sort of tracks Bandemir sold out all three days mm. and, and it wasn't you know there, there's two levels of sellout so when you hear the football or any any events even the touring cars and they say it was a sellout crowd there is a level that they call a sellout but if you go to the gate you can still get a ticket yeah okay you know what yeah. I mean so it's, it's a, like, well, technically it's a sellout because we've sold this many. But then there's capacity, right, where if you go beyond capacity, you're breaking all these laws and you're leaving yourself open to get fined. Uh, Bandemir was capacity all three days. Wow. So now they're in the Western Swing mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, those, those tracks are bigger tracks. But my understanding is that they're near sellouts 
um, and that's been from the start of the season right through. So we're about the midpoint now of the, yeah. of the season. Now we're going to start heading into the, the faster part of the season. Mm. Um, the track temperatures are, are getting warmer. The weather's getting more consistent. There's less chance of there being any rainouts. So it'll be interesting to see. But the, the thing that's amazing is you get these amazing crowds at the NHRA and, and like you're about to, to go into the discussion about the, the TV uh, the views that they're getting at the moment. Um, but you have to bear in mind that on any given weekend in America, there will be anywhere from 10 to 50 events from small tyre to big dollar bracket race. I mean, every single weekend, there is at least one 50000 to $1 million for the win bracket race on mm. every weekend. Yeah. There are people that do it as a job. Mm, that's they just right. go from yeah. track to track to track. Yeah. Some guys will, will get knocked out first round at this track and then drive a couple of hours and into the, the bracket race at the next track. Mm. It's amazing. Well, yeah. I was watching, uh, I think it's the, there's a familiar, a famous uh, spring car race that's happening over there probably the last couple of weeks. There's a couple of Australians racing as well. Because Andrew's been on it every lunchtime. I said, mate, this guy's racing again. Yeah, yeah, it's another one. It's the million dollar or something. It's like oh, Luch is yeah. over there it's for like, it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Luch yeah. is there at the um, moment. With, yeah. um, oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to get his name right. Uh, name wrong. Same driver he uses over here. He's he's uh, racing over there. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. can't remember who it was, but I know yeah. he's there at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, yeah. So same same thing. A lot it. of the NASCAR teams yeah. have actually got cars entered in that race. Yeah. 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 Speaking of NASCAR, well, we'll taper into that discussion as well. NASCAR now, have, some NASCAR teams have found some some benefit, I guess, some some benefit of entering in NHRA. What do you, what's your take there? Like uh, Tony Stewart's a good example. T- Tony Stewart uh, owns TSR. Yep. Which uh, uh, JR Todd. Uh, no, sorry, Matt uh, Hagen. Matt Hagen and Leah Pruitt. Yeah, his wife. Uh, yep. Drive for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, God, and one of the other big teams bought uh, one of the pro stock uh, yeah, so that's, KB race. Yeah, it's Greg Anderson's car. Yeah, yeah. yep. Well, they bought the whole team. Yeah. So and KB's merged with uh, another pro stock team. Mm. So right now in pro stock, you've got the two mega teams, which are Elite mm-hmm. and KB. But within those teams, they're not all, you know, just show up at the track, get in the car. Um, there are. Uh, teams within the teams that have their own engine supplier yeah that's so, right yeah um, yep. like uh, oh god i've forgotten his name now but uh, yeah one of the old pro stock drivers is back he he did comp engines for a long time he's back doing pro stock engines and those engines are, are performing but i think moving forward you know people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and that's the great thing about drag racing it's you know it's over in a few seconds mm. and you get an instant winner um with any other form of motor racing, you kind of got to wait, you know, see the, the, the race out. And how many times have you had your favourite driver leading and in the last lap something happens and they lose the race? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, look at the NASCAR now, don't they? they? They've staggered the racing. Like, there's a half-time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah there's breaks so in you, NASCAR. Have, yeah, you race to the, you know, the first break and then... You, it's in quarters now. Yeah, like oh, is it? yeah, yeah, yeah they've gone into quarters. It's like it's yeah. It's... Well, they even talk about it as the playoffs. Playoffs, and, yeah. You know <laughs> all this like you know football terminology. Um, I, there is more investment in drag racing in America, like 
percentage increase than any other motorsport, any other sport for that matter. Mm. So, you know, it's heading in the right direction. There are a lot of tracks closing, but, um, you know, like Bandemir Speedway, you, you, you can't help that. You know, uh, Amazon in particular is buying a lot of tracks up to build warehouses and wrecking yards, believe it or not. Apparently, wrecking moving forward is going to be big business um, because of the availability of parts and, you know, they're, they're, they're superseding a lot of cars they're going to evs and so on so who would have thought that a eh? like wrecking would do go, go to full circle and come back again like it's, it's yeah. incredible when wrecking was big business in the 80s and even 90s when they're shelling out 40 million dollars to buy a piece of dirt I know. to put wrecked it's cars on it's amazing but um you know there's there are people investing in the in the sport there are new tracks being built um so i don't think it's going anywhere no um and you, I don't know if you guys have heard of the new class that uh, debuted just recently, uh, where it's it's kind of a throwback to the old pro stock. They're, um, Factory X? Factory yeah, X, it's yeah. Killer. Yeah. So we don't know what they're going to run yet, but we're expecting, you know, uh, high six seconds, low sevens, and they'll develop them. Uh, slightly smaller tyre, uh, but the cars are like a factory car. So factory, <clears throat> factory location for the motor, from memory? I, I did read this. It was actually... Uh, I wrote a little bit of a spiel about it, actually. Not More or less a three-quarter chassis car yeah, that's with right. a 33 tyre. So like our old uh, Pro Street, remember yep. the eight, Australian Pro Street Association, their top class used to be. So the suspension at the front is you know, pretty much the, the factory mounting points, mm. three-quarter chassis. Um, but, yeah, in factory X, it has to be five-speed yes. uh, clutch-leave car. And... Um, factory derived engine supercharged mm. um so yeah they're expecting them to run similar times uh sorry times around the high sixes low sevens uh, but the cars look just like a factory car with big mm. tires under it yeah yeah i saw a prototype so yeah i saw so a... you one that makes it more appealing yeah, yeah as well that's to the everyday you know, whether it's going to replace pro stock or, or run in tandem whether it's going to be a group you know a pro category as they call it we, we call them group ones here yeah um i don't know but there's some big names getting involved in it they're going for the nostalgia look you know you're going to see cars that look like the 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 ronnie socks car and you know that type of thing happening glidden car and yeah. uh, moving forward uh, with the the classes that they had before that were based on the, the factory available cars so they have the naturally aspirated class and the um, supercharged class there's been a lot happening on that scene the ford guys um, kind of don't run in it anymore because even though they had the smallest motor in typical nhra fashion they put the most weight on them and kept on adding weight as they hmm. won just like they did with the cleveland back in the in the pro stock days so you know yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that. And and there's other things that uh, a lot of famous crew chiefs have come forward and said, you know, they're going to have to deal with the overhang rules because different body shapes yeah. are going to have an advantage because of their front overhang or rear overhang and, you know, all the stuff that they went through with pro stock. But, you know, if that's what the people want, mm. yeah. let them have it, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what, what we would want with touring cars, Yeah, you know. What yeah, we exactly. got now is... Shit. Wow. We'll you talk know. about that. 
But it's it's interesting because I I picked that up and I saw the fact the prototype of it and it looked quite looked quite good and I can't remember whose car it was now it's Camaro late model Camaro anyway it, it escapes me whose it was but uh, yeah it, it excited me actually when I was reading about it it did excite me um, it was in a newsletter that I put out not that long ago actually but yeah anyway. there, there's two running and there was a third one but on its first full pass it crashed and the way it crashed was just just uh, unbelievable uh the the guy who built the car who was driving it he put the chute release he put a button so the the chute lever was there he could have just grabbed the lever and opened it but he put a button above his the funny car cage above his head and he couldn't find the button and then he got on the brakes and it had a moment and then he he lost control of the car so tragic (laughs) tragic beautiful car too beautiful car that was a a Dodge that Oh, that was a Dodge like, version. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to the the TV, the figures. Like, so did you know? I didn't. I only found this out. I know it's July, but the March Gator Nationals kicked the season off. One point six million viewers. That was over the weekend, mind you. And that was across Fox, Fox Sports One, and Fox Sports. That is, that is NASCAR light numbers. Yeah. yeah, that is that's up because I looked at I I wanted to check that. So all right, okay, one point six maybe NASCARs, maybe NASCARs a lot higher. No, no NASCARs about two, right? And that that is incredible because that came that was basically second to NASCAR. It actually that weekend beat IndyCar as well. And was, you know the thing is you need to you need to understand that the big problem that drag racing's <laughs> always had. If you guys go watch the touring cars, there's a select number of drivers because there's only one class. Mm. You know what I mean? So you could be, you know, cheering for Kostecki or SVG or whoever, right? But it's just that one class. Drag racing waters itself down because you got Nitro Funny Car, Top Fuel, Pro Stock, Pro Stock Motorcycle. So now it you know you would think well that's going to attract more people but it doesn't really work like that all the sports that it competes against it's just one class Mm. whether it be formula one nascar Mm. you know what i mean they don't it's not like they publicize on the day the trucks the the junior series they only focus on that so it is it is incredible that the momentum is building when you consider that you know what i mean yeah that's a good point um, and I just looked at the figures recently, so it does vary. In the la- in the last month, it varied. This was just Sunday only figures here: eight hundred thousand one Sunday, then another Sunday was six hundred and fifty-two thousand. Then I saw as low as five hundred thousand. But they're still, you take that, you know, on a Sunday, that's their Sunday only figures. So it probably hasn't gone up to the heights that it did at the start of the season, but it's still, it's 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 up there. It's incredible the numbers. Some of these numbers are not accurate either because they will cut the the um, or move the drag racing sometimes if mm. <clears throat> if the football or or something you know goes over time or they had to move. You know what I mean? Drag racing always gets the raw end of the stick. So if you're a viewer and you've planned to sit down at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and and watch it and, you know, the footy's still on, well, you know, you're you're possibly going to miss it. So you're not going to show up on the the viewer numbers. But it's definitely gaining momentum. There are more NASCAR teams uh, buying in, Mm. looking at buying in, trying to to get their foot in the door. Um, You know, I, I think that if you're... Uh, you know, if you if you're already like with Toyota, 
then you want to probably get involved in this because Toyota's got a deep reach in, in drag racing. Chevrolet um, also does. Ford, not so much these days. Mm. They've really pulled back a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah. Speaking of Toyota, it's a good segue to talk about JR Todd and uh, Alex Laughlin on the on the previous weekend. Did you see that blow up between the two? I, I heard a lot of, of talk about it. Uh, apparently, um, uh, Laughlin made some reference to uh, FedEx. <laughs> FedEx, that's when, exactly when, right. You know, the, the, the DHL car is the DHL car. If you've got a transport sponsor on your car and your car's yellow... It's pretty obvious that it's going to be. But it was Alex. It was tongue in cheek. And yeah, Alex, I know. So what happened? What the, the start of the blow up was that Alex had referenced um, ordering something through FedEx and made made fun of JR Todd in that way. Anyway, their race or their the, the, when they paired up, I don't know what happened to both cars. But so Alex's car, there seemed to be no clutch. So he did. The, he it went through the the water box. And then there was nothing. Motor was still running, but nothing. There was no, no forward go. So, and even um, JR Todd's car wouldn't start. But they borrowed a starter from Matt Hagen. Matt Hagen was one behind them, so they they lent, borrowed the starter from them. Got the car running. They got down the track. But he was really fired up down the end of the track. And he, yeah, that's where he, he referenced. He goes, oh, he called him a clown. He called yeah, JR yeah. Todd a clown. Uh, no, uh, Alex Loughlin. Yeah, sorry, he called Alex Loughlin the clown. But Alex was pretty... Did you see that video he put together within a matter of minutes? I, I've heard that he's bought a clown mask and he brings it to the track with him now. But he also referenced the video that J.R. Todd did many years ago where he goes, I'm not scared of anything except for clowns. And I don't know where he got that from. Alex got it and he played that video and this was all real. This was basically real time. If you watch the NHRA coverage, they showed that video because Alex put that video together within a matter of less than yeah, half but, an hour. You know, something you need to realise, Alex Laughlin has a videographer that follows him around 24-7 and, and he, he relies on social media for his reach. Yeah. Right? Without social media, you know, he's a good driver. He's one. Uh, in pro stock, which I feel is the toughest mm. category to drive in, um, so you know he's he's got he's got a right to be where he is. But if he if social media if Facebook didn't exist, if the internet wasn't around, he probably wouldn't be there. He'd probably be in no. a bracket car. Mm. You know, JR Todd is in arguably one of the best teams, and mm. although they've had their struggles, everyone expected that when Alan Johnson went over there. You know, he was just going to dominate like he did during the, the Tony Schumacher era. Mm. But you've got to transition your team, right? When you get there, they're not going to be running the equipment that you're familiar with. So you've then slowly got to acclimatise yourself to what they've got or slowly switch it over to what you're used to running. And from those days of Tony Schumacher, one thing that's changed is everyone's got a better skill set now. Everyone's mm. going faster. Everyone's, you know, I mean... The speeds that they're running now are just ludicrous, you mm. know. So the results, the last three events, you know, those guys, they're getting it together. And, and I expect to see uh, the winner's circle 
you know, definitely those cars end up in the yeah. winner's circle. Mm. It's going to happen, you know, uh, where, whether it's Langdon, whether it's uh, Coletta or, or it's uh, JR, it's going to happen, mm. guaranteed. Yep. So, you know, kudos to, to Laughlin for stirring the pot and getting himself spoken about. But, you know, let's be realistic. Um, it would be the equivalent of, of me, you know, saying that I'm going to beat Zap. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? He has to break for, for me to win. You know what I mean? That's just the reality, you know. And as much as uh, the, the guys that he's working with for legends, it's just the way it is. The old Jim Dunn team. Well, Jim's, yeah. see Jim's still actively involved yeah. these days. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, but, I, I, it, but it comes down to money. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're yeah. not going to compete with Coletta when it comes to money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the no, guy's yeah. a billionaire. He owns an airline. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a good point. But yeah, it's great to see Jim still still on the tools as well. I thought that's super cool. Uh, after all these years, he's still actively involved. Anyway, so that's that's NHRA. You've got the points score there. Yeah, if you so, so the uh, Justin Ashley uh, just ahead of Steve Torrance. Great to see Steve Torrance pick up a win. Brittany Force in there behind. Anton Brown, Leah Pruitt. Uh, Austin Prock in sixth, Doug Coletta seventh, Mike Salinas. Mike Salinas, you know, they, they, we're waiting for them to come out. They're, they're um, they, they got it there. They got it there. I mean, out of that lot, obviously Justin Ashley, his driving has been phenomenal. You know, you can cheat the the um, reaction times by rolling your car in a little bit deeper and making your reaction times look awesome. But your sixty foot suffers. He goes out repeatedly and runs the quickest 60 foot with reaction times that are just unbelievable. Mm. You know, like we're talking pro stock sort of uh, level reaction times. Uh, Josh Hart in ninth and finishing off in 10th is Clay Milliken. Now, Clay Milliken, uh, really interesting. Uh, this last race was the first time that they got out of first round and didn't win. Yeah, okay. right, so he either loses first round or he wins the race, and he's won two this season. So they're doing really well because, uh, once again, NASCAR team mm. has purchased uh, Clay Milliken's team. Yeah, that's another and, one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and right. they, they have uh, some serious resources now. And and that's look, what it is with fuel racing is, aside from the pistons, the crankshaft, the connecting rods, the cylinder heads, the clutch discs. The clutch discs are a vital... Uh, thing to these teams because once a crew chief gets a clutch tune up and you're burning these things up every run and just throwing them in the bin once you get a tune up and you really understand how you've got to have that clutch set up with the finger weight and the the pressure and so on um, you don't want to go and waste those clutch discs you want to save them for the countdown because remember whatever points lead these guys have got leading into the countdown it it gets zeroed out so uh, now, that Too Fast, Too Tasty challenge that they're running, that gives you bonus points to change your position after the countdown begins. But nonetheless, you've got to, as a crew chief, you've got to play this game of conservation, you know, and then once you get to the countdown, make sure you're in the top 10 and then go hard because the, the air changes, you're on the better tracks, you're in the faster part of the season. So you really want to have your best parts for right at the yeah. end. Now, even if you've got mega budgets, you might have a bunch of clutch discs that are no good, mm. you know? So what do you do? You know, so that's why 
they will buy, you know, four or five hundred clutch discs every season and they might be no good and they'll revert back to some and then they'll go, Oh, we've got we got like sixty good ones. Let's keep them, you know, for you know, when we really need them and you know, so yeah, there's a bit of a juggling act. In um in uh, a funny car, Matt Hagen, uh a clear lead over Ron Caps. Um, you know, that's that's uh, TSR uh, yeah, Tony Stewart. Yeah, he's, he's um, definitely got the resources there. Chad Green in third, Robert Hyatt, Alex DeJuria. Um, they're, they're, uh, she's really... She's going all right. She's going she? well. Yeah. She's yeah. really going well. So um, great to see them get some result. Tim Wilkerson um, mm. pulls another win out of nowhere. Yeah, I saw that. Great, yeah. <laughs> great to see because, you know, they've got um, some funding now. Uh, they're they're more or less in with um, uh, with uh, Tony Schumacher's uh, team, which has been bought out by uh, oh, their name escapes me now. But they've got good sponsorship, they've got good parts, and they're getting there. So it's great to see Tim because Tim's always struggled. He's always been a a budget racer. I mean, not you know budget. If you're racing fuel, you know it's a pretty big budget anyway. Um, Bob Bob Tasker in seventh. I think everyone's waiting for Bob Tasker to pull one out. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he had he did have that that win that very emotional win earlier on in the season. Um, but yeah, it's uh, oh, we're just kind of waiting for him to go on a bit of a winning streak because mm. you know once again they've got the resources they've got it you know uh, eighth place J R Todd in the uh, the said D H L Toyota. Um, and uh, John Force, ninth. Great to see that he's still out there and can still run in the top 10. Rounding out the 10 is Cruz Pedragon. Um, uh, pro stock. He's been almost around as long as John Force. Cruz, Cruz as well. has, yeah. yeah he's he been has. incredible. He has, hasn't quite had the budget of John Force. Journey in the sport, has, isn't it? Uh, pro stock, double O Dallas, leading the points. Uh, Matt Hartford next. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar. Matt Hartford is uh, Total Seal. He pretty much is Total Seal. Uh, so there's been a running joke through the season that uh, on these call-out races, if anyone calls him out, they're not going to get piston rings. Yeah, so, right, okay. <laughs> so uh, Troy Coughlin Jr., I don't know, did you catch the, the race win that he had an incredible race meeting? Um, mm-hmm. Just dominated his driving. I mean, it's just in the Coughlin blood. How many championships has the mm. Coughlin's won in pro stock? Just amazing drivers. Mm. And uh, great to see him out there. Uh, Derek Kramer, once again, um, you know, they, they got a great win in the Get Biofuels uh, Camaro not long ago. Aaron Stanfield in sixth. Eric, uh, in sorry, fifth. Eric Anders in sixth. Mm, that's interesting, isn't it? She has had the worst season mm. of, of, you know, since her winning streak. I mean, she dominated last year. She practically, you know, I, I think everyone in the other lane was pretty much just going, might as well just push the clutch in because... Well, last <laughs> year was her fifth championship winning year. So, yeah, it was it was um, a great year for her. But, yeah, this year hasn't been so friendly to her. Uh, arguably, one of or the greatest driver of the modern era, mm, yep, I would yep. say. And, you know, on that subject, Eric Enders, isn't it funny that... Well, not funny, sad, really. It's not funny at all. It's sad that um, you can have a, a, a woman come into this sport and dominate the way she has 
racing against the men, hmm. right? What other motorsport or what other sport, forget motorsport, what other sport is there where women can comp- compete one-on-one? And win five championships against them. It's just so sad that the CEOs that are supporting, you know, and I'm not against the WAFL, but, but let's face it, any W series is really driving sexism. It's really saying that, well, you can't compete against men because you're not good enough. Whereas drag racing, there's so many women uh, across all forms, whether it be no prep with, with uh, mm. uh, Lizzie Moosey, yep. right through to, you know, pro stock, which is arguably the hardest car to drive. Mm. And, and, you know, one of the, the most dominant drivers is a woman, mm. you know. Yep. So I guess we're, we're all waiting for Erica. She's, she's picked up one win uh, this season. Uh, but we're and waiting she, for her to just go on a running. And she drove that bitch back. Yeah, she always <laughs> drives that bitch back. Uh, now, she's just ahead of Greg Anderson, who is like her arch nemesis. <laughs> oh, no. They uh, are arch rivals yeah, yeah. go way back. Uh, uh, Camry Caruso in eighth, also a young girl. Uh, Christian uh, Quadra. Uh, there was a funny thing a few meetings ago where um, they had the quad of Quadras at the four wide. So there's four oh, quadras yeah, that I run. I saw that. Pro I saw stuff. that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's pretty cool, the quad of quadras. Now, um, in case you guys didn't know, uh, the quadras run Mustangs. Well, they've run, you know, Camaros, but they're starting to switch over to the Mustangs. Now, I know this is going to upset a lot of people, but it's for the best. Um, these things are actually all running the same motors. So even though it's a Mustang body, it's got... <laughs> but, but you know i mean it's pretty close so to what's, a forward what's, anyway. what's the reason for changing like why would you change for- the the problem is development so where they're at with pro stock now if you want to make another horsepower you're probably going to spend a million bucks it's just that ridiculous with the engine development i mean kb um has been doing really well this season i mean you know like i said they're the two super teams mm. but part of the reason was because they merged with another team and got bought out by a nascar team it suddenly gave them a little bit more info you know like a little bit more access to these engineers and so on to go and develop a ford and there is two teams or two engine um shops that are developing ford engines it is an incredible amount of money. You know, I mean, these Chevy engines, DRCE3 or 4 or wherever they're up to now, they're, they're uh, um, you know, the, the development has gone into them, not just at, at the, uh, the tuner level. Because, you know, even though they start off with a cylinder head that hasn't really got a port or, or you know, and, and then they machine all yep. of that, um, that's still considered to be the tuner level. The, they've got corporate money in this you know gm still develops yeah. products for this and ford uh, aside so, from the, the so, but what, what, why is, so what bodies were there you saying they're running a mustang body but why would you go to a, a mustang oh because the quadras are ford heads they love their fords yeah. you know their, their business um is even called like corral boots <laughs> You know what I mean? And that's a Ford guy for yeah, sure if, you, if you're naming your business, yeah. you know, around a, a Mustang Corral, you know. So, 
Um, it's good to see the rivalry too. I mean, how boring is it to watch Camaros? Yeah, oh, for way? sure. But would you say the engines say like if you're talking to guys that in see, Australia, they like the old, the old winter sort of, you know, they, those engines ended up becoming like a combined... Well, look, look, look Ford, let, let, let's... Ford Chevrolet became a, a combined engine anyway, didn't they, really? I'll pull this back the in, end. into perspective, right? The, <clears> the engine that they were running in the touring cars, the Chevy engine, was pretty much a Ford. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's what like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like in Top Fuel Nitro Funny Car, the body is whatever it is or whatever it's meant to yep. be, right? But the engine's it's yeah, a hammy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, when John Force was making his own engines and he had Ford sponsorship, they called it a Boss 500. That's right, yeah. But it was a hemi. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It was basically... So it's out- sort of similar, like, yeah, around that sort of... Yeah. And look, the, the new Ford Pro Stock engine that they're working on, you know... I mean, I, I guess the most important thing is that they'll probably put the dizzy at the front, you know, which they all are at the front anyway on these things. They're, they're, well, actually, now they don't even run dizzies. They're EFI now. But the last generation that had a distributor, they ran a belt drive off the cam. So, but yeah, I, that's where it's going. But right now, at this point in time, NHRA made the decision to do it a while back. I think this was part of the reason why the Quadras wanted to come back. They wanted to run a Ford cool. body. And that, they're they're a killer looking car. Mm. I don't know if you yeah, guys yeah. have seen them, but yeah, I man, no, they are just awesome looking car. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens next season. It'll probably take a couple of seasons. When they came back last time with Larry Morgan, so Larry Morgan had spent all those years with Mopar mm. developing that engine. Now mm. that that motor is so far removed from anything that Chrysler made in a production car, it's not funny. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like that motor was based on a 426 or, or a Gen 3 Hemi. It was its own thing. And they basically took that design, put a little Ford spin on it and called it a Ford and ran it with varying success, you know. Um, this new motor, what I've seen, the sneak peek bits and pieces, it is you know, more like a traditional Ford engine. It's still all new. It's, you know, like, it's not like you're going to unbolt that head, bolt it on one of my big blocks, but it is more like a traditional Ford. So we'll see where they go. I mean, it'd be very hard for teams like KB to suddenly go, oh, well, now we've got to split our development between the DRCE and this Ford thing, you know what I mean? Because yeah, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's just a very, very expensive. It's just so expensive. Mm. But anyway, uh, moving on to pro stock motorcycle, Gage Herrera. He has been beaten twice this season, uh, but he normally top qualifies and goes all the way. <laughs> so he's got a, a dominating lead. So I'll put this in perspective. Uh, in in uh, uh, the other categories. Uh, between first and second, um, there's uh, in top fuel 32 points, in funny car 19 points, in pro stock 202 points. Jeez. And then we get to pro stock motorcycle 359 points yeah, to, wow. to second spot. And that's uh, Hector Arana Jr. Now, Hector Arana Jr., his dad's been doing a lot of development work on that uh, um, engine and chassis. 
and uh, they're getting there, and he's a, a killer rider. So it's, yeah, I think moving towards the end of the season, it is going to be the battle of the young guns. Um, Eddie Craywick in uh, third, Matt Smith in fourth, Angie Smith fifth, uh, Steve Johnson next, Chase Van Sant, uh, uh, Mark... I don't even, I can't even, sorry, bud, can't pronounce it. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one. Gianna, uh, uh, Gianna Baresto, and uh, rounding out the 10, Kelly Klontz. Uh, but yeah, Gay Herrera, he is with the best team on the planet. He has the best crew chief on the planet, and uh, he's arguably one of the best uh, riders that's been on a pro-stock motorcycle. And this is not his rookie season. Yep, that's the one. Uh, this is not his rookie season, but it is um, uh, really kind of, you know, because the bike he was on last season was more of a, mm. you know, give you a leg up type thing. Um, but, yeah, the uh, Western Swing is done and uh, he has taken, he has swept... The swing. The swing. So not bad in his first season. Um, well, not even, like I said, it's not his really his first season, but it's his first season on a, a super competitive bike. I'm just going to touch on Pro Mod while we're here as well because it's my favourite. Uh, Justin Bond is leading with 800 points there. Christopher Thorne in, with 780, so he's only 20 points behind. Jose Gonzalez in third and 775. This is really tight. Jason Lee, 770. And Mike Castellana, 765. So we go from 800, 780, 775, 770, 76, 765. That's your top five in Pro Mod. And uh, number two was last season. Season's winner. That's correct. Yeah, Christopher yes. Thorne. Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's um, incredible to see what's going on in Pro Mod as do, well. Do you guys know about the the little staging? Yeah. Deal. Yes. So yes. apparently now he just rolls in first. <laughs> yeah. it, it. Well, they they cracked him, didn't they? Really. So I think that was his comeback to that was rolling in. So going in first, but it's going to cost Stevie Fast a lot of money. That's for sure. It, I know. I know. But anyway, that's uh, it's an interesting story that one there with Manny Bajinga. We we'll started with Manny Bajinga anyway. Hey, we need to talk all things supercars. Let's get into supercars because I know we probably want to have a bit of a chat about that as well. If we don't have time, we can we can ditch Formula One if you want. But <laughs> I know supercars. I've only written very little here. I want to. I'm going to insert the cheering. Someone's going to eat the, the food. You know. That. No, no, no. This is he'll, he'll enjoy this. I'm, talk. Just, I'm gutted that he doesn't want to talk about Formula One. No, we will talk about Formula One. But I just want to talk. I'm going to be inserting the the roar of cheer and applause here for our Chad Nayland. Chad Nayland from, from Western Australia. Magnificent interview. I sent you guys a message. That, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you read it. He should have got the Logie for best sports coverage or best sports journey because he leaves all those other guys for dead. He, in the heat of the battle, went to Barry Ryan with that microphone at the opportune time, just just literally moments after Shane Van Gisbergen did his bump and run on Will Brown. Yeah. And got him right at the perfect time, dropping the <laughs> f bomb, swearing, just going right off live to TV. I was watching that live, and I was like, "It was." But Chad, I mean, he, he, that's his job. Yeah, that, that is his job, and he got he got the raw emotion out of Barry. It's not hard to do, I guess, but he got him at the right time. I have no issue with that at all. You know what I mean? Nah. 
No, no. no. But Barry Ryan got a big fine. Yeah. Yeah. Got fined Suspended today. He's fine. going to do community yeah. service as well. Did, something similar happened in the NHRA. Uh, just trying to remember who it was. They're not in the top ten. I can't. He's the, his name escapes me, but he won in... It was Bandemir, and um, he said... Well, you might have to bleep this out, but he said shit. Mm. He said, this shit is hard. And, uh, yeah, he apparently got a bit of community service from the, the NHRA, <laughs> um, which I didn't think that was that bad. No, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Uh, but do, you, do you think there's a ulterior motive for Barry Ryan doing that? Like, do you think he's just... Because he, he does it all the time, think, like he's trying to, you know, enforce the uh, the stewards to look at it a bit more. Because there's nothing... Cause, you don't think it's just raw emotion? Well, yes, yes and no, because, um, you know, it, it wasn't as bad as the one that at, happened at, at one of Yeah, the one at Barbagallo was far worse. And the reaction wasn't the same. No. So is he trying to instigate yeah, maybe he's just the reaction? sick of it. Well, well, we're all the, sick of it. By the time, <laughs> by the time, but by the time, by the time the cars had crossed the line, and Mark Dutton hadn't even come into the sh- the shed properly, uh, they had copped the, 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 the bomb was there. Yeah, yeah, they'd copped it. So what's the difference? No, but I I have a huge problem with it because at the end of the day, there's no consistency anymore. No, we've lost that consistency. So what Shane did never was. No, no, you're oh. right. But what Shane did is exactly the same as what he did at Wanneroo, right? Exactly the same. No penalty there. Now suddenly we're hitting the goal of a penalty. I don't get it. That that the bit I don't get. It's VG. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. He's American am, now. It's no. <laughs> all right. But what I am saying is that we need consistency. You're either allowed to do it or you're not allowed to do it. He's mastered that bump and run. He has mastered he it. Thinks he can bump and bang call all he wants. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see him do an oval. He's just going to get crashed out so bad. We'll get to see him do another NASCAR race, and I'm really looking forward to that. This has added yeah. some... Do you think it's added some spice to the 13th of August? Yeah. I know it was Will Brown, but Brody, the Brody versus SVG thing oh, is on. And I reckon Brody is the only one that has cracked the SVG. He has. He's cracked him already. Yeah, yeah. If I was Kostecki, I'd be getting over there sooner than later. Because Van Gisberg is going now, <clears throat> and he's almost at the end of his 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 career. You know what I mean? So he's yeah, missed a couple of good years because he stayed here, and because yeah. McLaughlin peed off, and SV- he's, he's got it easy for the last couple of years. SVG will not do well on an oval. No chance. Mm. No, but it's not even about doing doing well on the ovals. It's, it's just. Making the coin while you're over there, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, what are you going to do? Two two races a season? No, no. I'm just Bit saying, like more like Ambrose, Am- Ambrose, Ambrose style. You know? Ambrose, is the, he, you know? did the, he did the full circuit. Yeah. He did the, did the full, full circuit. The full, yeah, and yeah. Did, he didn't do well on this. He never. I don't think he ever won on an oval. No. I think maybe in the trucks. Maybe I think. Yeah, he may have bought it. Yeah, he did on the trucks. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how these two duke it out on the 13th of August. I'm really looking forward to it, that. It'll be good. It'll be even better if they come first and second. But, you know, the, the crew chiefs over there, I listen to a lot of interviews, 
And they're all sort of going, yeah, well, you know, moving forward, we're probably, as we get more of these road courses and uh, city courses and mm. the like, we'll probably just recruit drivers from Australia because they do this every week. Mm. You yeah, know? I, I still think the crash is coming, but... I'm telling you the now, crash is coming. SVG on an oval, and he. I reckon I'll crash him in the, in the street circuit. To be honest, yeah, he right, won't okay. even get off lap so. one. I don't reckon the street circuit. You know, you got a, you got, you're not on the edge. You know, I remember, <laughs> like when I was a kid, everyone used to talk about NASCAR and oh, he's going around in circles. Those things are sliding around a track. Yeah, yeah. You know, they are on the edge of and. I, there is no doubt in mind that the SVG can drive a car like that, but you there's so much aero shit going on with those cars, and like whether it's bump drafting or just Side putting drafting. you in dirty yeah, putting you in dirty air. That's the that's the big trick now. You just move the car mm. a little bit down, unstable, and it, yeah, it makes the other car unstable. You know, it's um, mm. it, it is really a team effort that. You need to have multiple drivers that all have the respect for each other. And SVG will say something smart within about 30 seconds and they'll go, huh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talking about saying something smart, did you hear his interview on Sunday? Who? In- Van Giesbergen's. No. So he won the race, they interviewed him, and he goes, yeah, yeah you know. He goes, oh, I had to, I had to you know, I... You know, I was monitoring the lap times. I saw it was about three seconds. Then uh, I thought I'd better push for the five seconds just in case I got a penalty. (laughs) (laughs) A peanut. (laughs) Well, speaking of of even the potty potty mouth as well, we were talking about before, Cam Waters on the radio. Did you hear him as well? Mate, he went to town, didn't he? Yeah. But he didn't get a fine or any... Because at the end of the day, he doesn't know he's been recorded. So to be fair to Cam, he thinks that's a, a, a private discussion. But the question remains, like a lot of people ask him, why did Supercars Media put that to air? Right? I don't have an issue with because that Because the either. rest of the stuff we're watching is boring. Exactly. <laughs> and they know it too. They know it. It is. And that's why they put it to air. A lot of people ask him, why did they put that to air? Because he's talking about leaving. He goes, no wonder all these <laughs> drivers are leaving. Oh my god! One hundred and one. I was hoping not to do any editing tonight. There you go. No wonder all these effing drivers are leaving, and he carried on with it, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you guys say that about it, but you all watch it, Mm. (laughs) so it can't be that boring. No, it is. Yeah. It is. I, the, I, the, I watched the start of the season because it's the new cars. You want to get into it. You know what I mean? So yeah. There's a bit of hope there. So, uh, listen, you know, I, I'll just touch on a discussion that I had with uh, a customer the other day. And I think, I think this is what everyone that follows it has to sort of stop and take uh, stock of. The Camaro is finished soon, yeah? Yep. Right? So... You're back to a car that's not even yeah. relevant it was like anymore. That before we even started, guys. Okay, so the cars that are there now, uh, aside from, I mean, they're, they're basically the funny car equivalent of circuit racing now, yeah. right? It's a, a full tube chassis. It's got a transaxle. You know, there's nothing from a road car 
maybe the headlights, maybe the, the car engine. lights. The engine. Yeah, but not... I mean, well, there's still Coyotes and LS. Yeah. That's but as that, close as you're going to get. They don't make the LS anymore. Uh, but that's as close as you'll get to something that resembles yeah. an engine. So, uh, uh, so why can't we... We don't make cars here anymore, right? Within the next couple of decades, there's not going to be that Ford Holden... Well, I mean, there's, there's yeah, no that's, Holden that's anyway, fine, right? Anyway, yeah. yeah. Why can't we just move forward to a international style rule set with a production car put a price cap do something you know i've, I've so, said that already go yeah. to just a gt4 gt3 yeah. and that's it yeah done yeah. let's just get on with it let's just do it because then we can go back to saying have you know, i mean there are people out there like I, I i'm a bit of a bmw head i i like it yeah. i think they're a cool you know, sort of car. They're but like the European Commodore. The, the GT <laughs> racing is more exciting to watch than, than the supercars is. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. You know, maybe not have the Lambos and that in there, but, you know, mix it up a bit like the old days. Mm. The old yeah. days were fun to yeah. watch, mm. you know. I couldn't agree more. I think everyone's on the same page I've, there, but there's a perception... And I've got, for those that are listening, <laughs> I've got my hands doing inverted commas at the moment. There's a perception that GT racing is a rich man's sport, and, and <laughs> it has, yeah. but it has the what? it has the AM part of it as well. So in pro am, the GT is a connotations with the yeah, AM part, the you, amateur part of it. Yeah, but you can, you you just you don't have to have you can have your own production based. Racing. Yeah, you, you it doesn't could, need to, you know. You could have your GT3, but you could also have like they used to, the two-liter class, the three-liter class. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying there is a perception that GT racing, you, you, there's the pro-am part of it, and the am is, I think, perceived as it has negative connotations to GT racing. I, I just think that. You need to go back to cars that you can buy. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I is a very basic sort of thing that... I mean, what's the point of having a car on the track that you can't even, you know, you can't even buy it? Yeah. Yep. No, 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 I agree. You and know, this, the, is... the, this started, they said, the saying was, uh, win on Sunday, sell, sell on Monday. Monday yeah. What are you going to sell them? Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, GM seems to think that the Camaro can still bring them, um, you know, some sort of um, appeal to to them f through the Camaro. I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. I don't from a marketing point of view, I don't that's know flawed. How it works. That's flawed, isn't it? From the get go. But it was like the the very thought of them starting with the Camaro, knowing that it's already been discontinued in Australia. Mm. Like it didn't even make any sense then. I'll tell you guys something else that made me laugh today, right? Uh, you know, we've all we've lived through the LS era. We were our age group were the you know the prime. Like we were there from the beginning to the end, right? Mm. And you know how many workshops like they created this. That's what they do. They're known for it. They even have names like GM or whatever, right? Well, you know, nearly all of them do Mustang tuning now. 
it's just because they're all going, well, guns, you know, like uh, yeah, or, well, it's, everyone's got them, you know, like or, or, to, or to run a series tuning, yeah, <laughs> or, or both, yeah, yeah, the diesel, yeah, no, nah, but a lot of 79 them, 79 series, the, the ones in 79 is pretty tough rig, <laughs> but yeah, the guys that 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 you know primarily do. You know, the old cam packages and whatever, they're starting to do the bolt-on exhaust. They're starting to tune them. And one of them said to me today, "Is one of the die-hardest Holden guys that you'll ever meet. And he said to me, he goes, look, you know, I know you're going to give me shit about it, but, you know, I took this thing down and, and it ran 12.8 standard. Standard. I didn't even do anything. Because where's the Commodore you can do that with? Who's that, Ed? Nah, I'm not gonna. Oh, you're not gonna say. Not gonna say. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Fair enough. Yeah, well, that's the that's the sign of the times. That's where the supercars is, and they they are struggling. They are sorry to bring it back to supercars, but it, they are struggling, and that's why they they put to TV live TV. You know, camp because that's on a delay. That's not live. Yeah. Like I mean, it's on a seven second delay. But they put his commentary to TV because it was controversial. Yeah. I think it's right? a 30-second delay. Yeah, possibly. But it went to air and the F-bomb and everything. But there was no apology for that. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't need one anyway. No. I thought it was great from Cam Someone to hear him. Someone about it, but... I thought it was great to hear him talk like that, actually, because it was, it was pertaining to his unsafe release. Whether that was unsafe yeah. or not, it was a bit touch and go there. I don't, I don't think it was that unsafe. Um, whatever, but Barry's commentary as well. I thought that was awesome for the sport. I don't agree with him, right? I don't agree with what he was saying, but I thought it was awesome, and I thought it was better from Chad Nalen. You don't agree with him? No, I don't agree because at the end of the day, Van Gisbergen's been doing that all all of his career. <laughs> so why why oh. why are we going to start a penalty now for? Either you can do it. So if you can do it, master yeah, no, it. Let everyone else do it. Yeah. yeah. Let everyone else do it. Well, I've said that too. Do the same huh. thing. But that's not what they do. If someone does it to Van Gisbergen, they get penalised. I, I don't see the difference between what happened at Wanneroo and what happened on Saturday night. I do not see any difference. Anyway. We'll agree to disagree on that one. But Barry, uh, good luck with your community service. And Chad Nalan, you did awesome. I thought uh, it was a real Tom Brown moment. You made Mitch Cleary and Tom Brown look second rate, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, we need to move on to Formula One. I don't know if you guys caught the race from Spa last night. Um, pretty pretty standard race. I mean, it was another showing from um, Max Verstappen. So that it's official they've... They've set the record in one season now, yeah? Because there was a lot of controversy about um, because it was carried over from last season. Yeah, but no, he. how many races is it so far this season? I'm not sure. It was yeah. 12, isn't it? Yeah, it was 12. The record was 12. Yeah, but, but Gons are saying that it was 12 at the last race, but that was carried over from the last season. Previous. So, so now it's 12, 12 in one, has to be, one yeah. season. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that was uh, McLaren were holding yeah. on to that, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, did you hear Verstappen at the end of the race there? Like some of his commentary? Because he was had a yeah. 
20s. do another pit stop just for the sake of it. Yeah, for, to, to for, get... for, 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 training, for training purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? He goes, oh, love just it. for training purposes. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. If I come in, like, how big is your ego? I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I was, I was uh, yeah, Max Verstappen. Did you hear him, but on Saturday night or in qualifying? No, was it the Friday night or the Saturday? I can't remember now. The qualifying. So where he almost got left in Q2. He almost didn't get through to Q3. Did you see that? And so he got really upset because they, he wanted to do two consecutive laps and they said, no, come in, right, and then come out again. And his, they, they must have pushed him out too early. Anyway, his second lap wasn't almost wasn't good enough to get through to Q3. And he got really upset with the team. And then whoever was on the radio said back to him, basically, didn't tell him to shut up, but basically <laughs> put it back to him and said, well, we'll let you make the changes then. He goes, there was a two-second pickup from, from the first part of Q2 to the second part of Q2. He goes, if you'd done two consecutive laps, you wouldn't have picked up, you wouldn't have been able to pick up that two yeah, seconds. Yeah, I see. So he goes... Oh. So I want to know what your suggestion is, and it was just radio silence. Yeah, that's good. And good then he apologised later on in the day. Of like, so, but um, they are young. They're not like they're Max is still. I think we forget how young he is. Yeah. You know, so you know, kids are going to do stuff like that. Adults do stuff like that. Oscar Piastri. What do we think? Like second place in the sprint race. That was awesome. Good, good showing from him. He was leading for a bit there, but. Max Verstappen, that Red Bull's got some horsepower, that thing. Mm. Like he rounded him up and just plus went the, past him. Like plus the uh, DRS wing that it has, it just seems to be more efficient than everyone else's. Well, the McLaren's got more, too much. I think that even though it was wet, they had too much downforce on that rear wing, I reckon. Yeah, what it is, guys, is that they have got everything in-house now. They don't need to talk to anyone about anything. And that's, you know... Because every other time they've had someone else's engine or they've been... Yeah, yeah it's all in-house. Yeah. It's all in-house yeah, yeah, yeah. now, you know. They don't need to discuss anything with anyone. And, yeah. Well, they'll have Ford power. When When's Ford come on board? A couple of years? Uh, I can't remember what year it is. Who, Red Bull? Not before. Yeah, yeah. just going to put stickers on the Red Bull yeah. engine. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, I know, but we'll claim it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, it's better than Audi. Gee, I was I was getting nervous. Uh, so, any congratulations, to Oscar Piastri, on his uh, second place on the sprint race. Uh, Carlos Sainz. I don't know if you guys saw it. Really pinched him in the feature race there. So that first corner, so Oscar was on fault the inside. Oh, it's fifty-fifty, but oh, more more Sainz's fault. Really, he pinched him pretty hard. Ben, you had you had nowhere else to go, but yeah. Well, neither did Oscar really. That's what I mean. Probably just a racing incident. Yeah. Do you think that's his maturity? Maybe he shouldn't, like, that. everyone says you shouldn't be putting the car down the inside of that corner. Well, apparently, ever. yeah, it's common knowledge, but... Yeah, but... But he's raced there before. Yeah, I know, yeah, he's raced there heaps of times, so I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was, I think, yeah. It was hard to give him space, but... That only makes no difference for either of them, do we? <coughs> yeah, mm. they you know but, yeah, I know, yeah. So, what do you guys think... Is anyone going to do anything to try and slow no. him down? They shouldn't. I don't think they no, should. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I don't think they should. There's just anything. so many people whinging at the moment that 
Yeah, but Lewis's oh. reign was probably more longer and more, yeah, more supreme. Well, maybe not more supreme, but nah, at least, well, at least um, went from Rosberg longer. gave him a bit of a you know, yeah. touch up here yeah. and there and took a championship off him, which was yeah. good. You're not going to see that from Perez. Yeah, but this has only been two years so far, so I think we're still early into the in, into the dominance. I, I don't, you know, who knows? How well, long gonna, everything's last. frozen. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, how, nothing's going to really change next year. Oh, is it? Th- there's a lot of discussion about the wings, about um, like standardising them, and that'll change everything because it, it's not it's not so much the wing, but it's the air coming off the wing and how that interacts with everything else on the car. And that's um. Well, that, that would probably bring them back a bit because I think that's a massive advantage a, for them. It'll have a massive impact yeah. on the whole sport. But you know, I mean, you don't want to end up in the situation that the one appealing thing that this has got over Indy is that it's a bit more customised. Yeah, the cars yeah. are different. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's not just a paint job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think they've got to leave that alone. Yeah. And you 100%. know. Uh, so the other the other side of it is um, talking about lifting the um, the uh, the caps the spending caps because the argument that um, Mercedes and Ferrari have made is if you let us spend more money then you know we can reel them back yeah because they got they got a limit on how much aero time they can spend too or, or a computer generated what do they call it C Believe it or not, the budget cap also hinders the smaller teams and the little teams as well, believe it or not, because there's a CapEx cap as well. So people like Alpine haven't been able to invest in a wind tunnel yet because they haven't their cap their CapEx expenditure each year it doesn't allow them to go out and get one. So even though... and But Mercedes have already got one. Red Bull have already got one. So even the CapEx was supposed to help the little teams or the smaller teams, and it, it can actually work against them. Yeah. So that was actually um, hmm, Otmar, who got point. sacked on hmm. the weekend. I didn't see that. Yeah, he got sacked. Uh, well, yeah, he was asked to see out one more race, and that was it. That's interesting. Hmm. There's a lot more to play out there. I don't know what the theory was behind that, but anyway, Otmar has gone. Just a ridiculous that they talk about spending caps on a sport that you know, the average team would I spend five hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. like what are you what? You're capping it. <laughs> hey, we coming to the end here, but I just saw something that made me laugh on the weekend and someone at this <clears throat> table had liked it before I did. <clears throat> I, I I was trying to remember what it said. Is that Renee Gracie's butt? Renee, Renee Gracie <laughs> on her Facebook feed, had written this. Smash my box a bit hard. <laughs> Got an upgrade, though. I'll be back smashing the new one tomorrow. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that, eh? Well, especially when her wing has got OnlyFans... <laughs> I laughed hard when I saw that. But, but then it a I laugh, though? Is it no, a Audi, Audi. Audi uh, one of the older R8s. Yeah. I laughed hard when I saw that, but I laughed harder when I saw down the bottom Todd Brinkworth liked this. <laughs> Dobby in. Don't worry, I joined you with the like. I had the click there as well. I well, thought that was a special hilarious. mention. There was another certain person that liked it before me who was on the show the other week. Yes, I saw his name there as well. <laughs> I think he's got an OnlyFans membership. But... <laughs> 
Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> anyway, guys, what are we up to for the... What are we What are we working on? Todd, yourself, what, what's happening in your world? Um, been having lots of fun. It sounds really boring, but finding little rare bits and pieces to actually make the Evo and the Blade look back to... I won't say showroom, but actually fix little bits and pieces... What are you talking about, like bumpers and yeah, bumpers and, and clips and yeah, little. Oh yeah. Um, there seems to be, for Evo especially could not find certain parts for almost two years. Lately, there's been an influx of secondhand parts in Japan, and I'm buying everything I can, every single piece I can, I grab, and it gets here within a week at the moment. Our dollar is pretty good against the yen. It's not criminal, and yeah, doing little bits and pieces and just trying to bring it back to a. An okay standard because there's some bu- bugs on it annoying me. Little, you know things that don't work. And I saw you drove it tonight. Yeah. Cool. But that's the other thing. It's, it's oh, nice to drive again. You know. So I do want to mention. I think I don't. Think I, I we went to classic. No, custom cars and coffee at Midland. Oh, okay. Day. Yep. Massive turnout. Yep. Did you, it was no, good. Yeah. Oh, I saw yeah. Johnny there. Yeah. He walked past me twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, it was a good day. Yeah, it was a good day. Say hello to Jason. Think your chance. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's quite busy. Yeah, yeah. I okay. saw. Um, uh, is it Lisa? Lisa on the way oh, through. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, cool. There was some good, different stuff. I, I say yeah, it, there was some different. stuff I had not seen before, and I was like, okay, cool. Oh, it's good. That's lots of Camaros though. I think I counted like ten Camaros. <laughs> I never seen so many Camaros besides Motivation or a Hot Rod show. I saw a nice EH with a V8 in it. Like, oh, that, that was nice. Almost factory. Marco's oh, wow. one's going, eh? Yeah, his is running. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yes. He, he brought it past the workshop. Okay. Right? Yep. Yep. Is it licensed now? Mm, no, I think he was on a permit. I might... Yeah. I don't know. I think he was on a permit. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he... I could hear the belt was squealing. And I said, pop the bonnet. And I was looking at the way he routed the belt, and I walked back in, got a half-inch, um, what do you call it, breaker bar, rolled the tensioner over, rerouted the belt, and said, try that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was loose. And I said, has your battery been going flat? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the alt motor's getting driven. What I was going to say earlier is, uh, I've got an amount- announcement to make. I don't know if you guys know about this yet. Seems like it's it's been kept hush hush, but COVID is officially tax free now. What? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Know, I don't know. A, I don't know what you're talking about. B. <laughs> oh well, you know, over the last few years, there's been guys asking like fifty thousand dollars for a rusty oh, XY yeah, shell. Yeah, oh yeah, oh. yeah. That's that tax. One hundred percent tax free now. now yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, if you're out there and you're you're still trying to get fifty grand for your uh, V6 VN Commodore. There's actually it's gone the other way. It's actually a COVID rebate now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a rebate. I've seen some really. I saw the other day a V. Listen to this one. VXSS. Uh, it was unlicensed. Six and a half grand for yeah. a VX, and that yeah. was uh, LS because the VXs had the LS in them. Actually, I think you and I talked about this the other week. The Japanese car market's taken a big dive. There's stuff in Japan that just doesn't sell. Um, a lot of it's garbage. But also, there's stuff that... A lot of it's radioactive, too. Yeah, but there's stuff that just... It was had a stupid price on it, and it's been six months sitting in a car yard. Yeah. 
uh, locally, a lot of Japanese stuff, you know, I follow a lot of Japanese stuff, is there's still the guys that ask big money, but then you find out they sell the car and they sold it for 20 grand less than they actually asked for it because they're desperate, like they're against the wall, you know. It's like, well, that's what it's worth, you know. Yeah. Kicking around. I think it's going to get worse by the looks of it. Mm. Yeah. Next yeah, six yeah. Six months or so. All right, guys, thanks for coming in. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, <laughs> right. See ya. Yeah.